This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Schlomowitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. For this episode of Soundmaking, I spoke with Senya Rabinos, a singer-songwriter based in New York. We spoke about two tracks from her awesome album, Una Rosa, released in 2021 on Anti. Halfway through the episode, you're going to hear the track Did My Best, and at the end we play I Hombre. We warmly recommend you check out the rest of the album. In our chat, Senya speaks about the ideas behind Una Rosa, how her co-producer Marco Bocelli encouraged her to add vocals to the track Did My Best, and how she collides contemporary sonorities and aesthetics with the music of the Caribbean and Latin America that she grew up with. Hey, I'm Sonia Rubinos. I am Cuba Rican, based in New York. I'm an artist. I work in music, mostly. I record, I perform, I tour, and I have three full-length albums under my name. record Una Rosa that came out in October 2021 on Anti Records. Uh, Una Rosa is my latest record. I was exploring a lot of themes around my culture, where I come from, um, boleros, the tradition of this kind of tragic old diva boleros, uh, love songs, uh, heartbreak, uh, kind of over the top, cortate las venas music. Uh, and also some traditions uh, in, in uh, Latin music like rumba, um, using clave, uh, kind of delving into this music that I grew up on um, and kind of making my own remix of it. Uh, this album was also came out of a time of pretty deep uh, transition and transformation for me and uh, was kind of a gateway to finding my spirit that I had lost for quite some time. And um, so it, it's, it can, it's kind of a heavy and dark album at times. Uh, it, I was inspired visually by uh, this, the image of this flower lamp, which is the album cover. Um, it's a, a, this fiber optic flower lamp that my great grandma used to have in her bedroom and it played this song. I played a, uh, this melody um, that's called Una Rosa and it, this song kind of haunted me throughout my life and came back to find me in, in s- several different instances. And uh, that the image of that flower lamp and kind of what it represents to me is kind of like this future nostalgia idea of, and, and that I kind of centered the album in. Uh, and it's all centered around the idea of this, this flower lamp and of um, these two sides. The record has an A side that's a red side and a uh, B side that's the blue side. And it's and it moves through, it cycles through these, these gradients of red and blue um, and, and this color and kind of takes you on this cinematic journey uh, throughout 
throughout all of these stories and, and um, different musics. Yes, yeah, so I am singing on the record, the voices are mine. Uh, I am also playing synths on the record. Uh, I think there's, I play bass on, on one track, on the, the, the final track on What Is This Voice? Uh, and then playing beats on The Tempest, um, which is a, a drum machine and sampler. And um, my co-producer, Marco Buccelli, uh, plays drums on uh, Cogelo Suave and on What Is This Voice? Um, but the, the remainder of, of the album is, is quite electronic and made in the box. Um, we're playing synths, we're playing drum machines, um, sampling, uh, and then uh, there is a flautist, uh, Domenica Fossati, who plays uh, flute on the kind of title track, the opening track, Una Rosa, and a guitarist, Yasef Tejeda, who plays guitar on um, Working All the Time and Ay Hombre. So the next song we're going to check out is called Did My Best. Uh, this is a song from the B-side of Una Rosa, the blue side. It uh, came about in kind of an unexpected way. I was working off of this sample of uh, this Cuban ballet documentary that I found on YouTube called Las Cuatro Joyas del Ballet Cubano. It was about these four prima ballerinas of this Cuban ballet company. And there was a, an excerpt from this um, documentary of music that I loved because it sounded like classical chamber music played by a Caribbean orchestra with clave in, electronic, in an electronic palette. And I thought, I want my record to sound like this. I want this music. I, I don't know what the, who wrote this. I couldn't track down the source. I didn't know where it came from. So I just sampled, I just made the sample of like one phrase that I liked and then I recreated it on my own in the studio. And I started looping the sample and I uh, then was playing synth to it. And I came up with this really dark, what I thought was going to be this kind of experimental electronic classical music. Uh, and it was going to be instrumental, no vocals. And that's what I thought this did my best was going to be. Uh, and so I brought it to the studio with Marco, my collaborator, and was like, hey, let's work on this track. I got this loop. I got this synth line. I have this melody. Let's keep it rolling. Like. Uh, and then we produced, we flushed it out a bit. We added more layers, we added more synths. And then Marco was like, I really feel like, I don't know why, I feel like there's vocals on this. I know you're saying there's not, but I really feel like you, why don't you take a stab? Why don't you take a spin at it? And um, and I, I'm just, I'm really feeling like there, ha there has to be vocals on this. And, and I really was not into it. I was not into the idea at all. Uh, but then, I was like, well, all right, let the, whatever, let's just try it, you know? So, and I hopped on uh, a vocoder. He's like, why don't you hop on this vocoder and just have fun, like sing and play, you know? Um, and I had never used a vocoder before, never played into it. And I just started kind of riffing and improvising. I started thinking about these lyrics that came from a James Taylor song called Fire and Rain. And I started thinking about Fire and Rain and about the story about how I would never see this person again. And, um, you know, that you got the call that this person was gone. And, and I, I was inspired by these lyrics and, uh, and I started just singing the story. And uh, after like about an hour, I had did my best. I had the, the structure of did my best from a bunch of ad lib takes that I did. Uh, and then, you know, I got goosebumps listening to the, 
to the uh, takes, when I was listening back to the takes, I got these goosebumps. Was I realized I was talking about me and I was talking about a story that was about me. And I just didn't realize that while I was making it. Um, and it, did my making did my best was a turning point for the record and for myself personally, because it was the first time that in, in, in many years that I had had that feeling of, oh, this is why I make music. Um, it, was a, it was a moment of healing. It was a moment of things coming together. Uh, it was a moment of transformation. And, uh, and it happened in a mysterious, unexpected way.
like the music I make is is a is a mashup of a lot of different traditions and reimaginings of what things might be, and it, it's a convergence, it's a confluence of influences. So I think for me, um, I was in this album. I was exploring, uh, you know, music of my childhood. Uh, music that I had just discovered, like in Did My Best, this Cuatro Joya sample, which ended up being the composer Wendy Carlos, actually I later found out, um, that has nothing to do with, you know, Caribbean music. She It was, it was a sample from Swish on Bach. And uh, I, in, in, in my music and in this record, I seek to kind of unify and and bring things together and I see a common thread throughout all of this music and it was important to me to kind of make my own remix or my own uh version of these traditions and translate them into my language and my vernacular and uh so so this music is also you know electronic it's also synthy it's also you know inspired by you know, contemporary, my contemporaries and my peers, um, in, in music now. Uh, so, so yeah, that, that approach is, is important to me when, when making music is unifying things that potentially seem disparate and, and making them my, my own. So the next song we're going to check out is called Ay Hombre. It's on the A side of Una Rosa, the red side of Una Rosa. And uh, this song, I really wrote it as a tribute to the tragic diva of my childhood, like La Lupe, uh, the, the Queen of Latin Soul, uh, thinking about also boleros that my grandmother used to sing when I was a kid and even now, and this kind of larger than life diva and, and thinking like, who is she? Who is that diva? And um, paying homage to these really tragic, iconic heartbreak songs. And in this track, the, the, it opens with uh, basically a sample of a song that I was writing at the time, which was kind of coming more from an R&B lane, uh, heavily uh, auto-tuned vocals. The inspiration for that sound world was coming more from like a Kanye reference uh, and has this kind of stabbing uh, vocal chops uh, that are kind of backing me up and then ends in this very dramatic kind of rubato organ introduction uh, to then this bolero, which is kind of like an el- my, my remix or my interpretation of what a modern tragic diva bolero would sound like. Um, so it's, the arrangement is pretty spare. It leaves a lot of room for the vocals it leaves a lot of room for uh, the melody and for the interpretation of the, 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 the diva, of her performance. Uh, the lyrics were like painstakingly, uh, lyrics are not my favorite thing, but lyrics, the lyrics were painstakingly crafted, taking cues from these traditional boleros of heartbreak, of a woman scorned, of a woman um, letting you know that she doesn't need you anymore and but that you broke her heart and 
you know, you took, you ripped it out of her chest, but don't ever dare to come and find her again because she doesn't need you and she doesn't want you. Um, and you could never give her what she needed, which was just your love. And, uh, so, you know, very, it was very much me playing a character as very much out of character for, for me, it was a challenge. Um, but I really wanted to pay homage to this, this tradition. And, um, it was really important for me to feel like it was a song that my grandmother could understand and could listen to and get what I'm saying and like get what I'm feeling, but also that it was something that could enter into a completely different space out of context and be exciting in a cinematic way for someone who doesn't come from that tradition or it's just like, you know, kind of flipping this, this icon on its head a bit and, uh, and kind of overdoing it, you know, with the drama. So that was some inspiration for, for how we made Ayombre. And, oh, and then one of the, my favorite parts of the track is this guitar solo that Yasef Tejeda, this incredible guitarist, Dominican uh, guitarist in New York, did for us it was just like so over the top and so like we we need this like gut-wrenching guitar solo moment to happen um but it, it was really fun and it, it also gave a nod to some of those kind of like classical sounding synths that I was into that ended up being Wendy Carlos playing Bach um and yeah that's that's the sound palette for for Iombre. you better 